Faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. I love the book of James. He's down to earth and practical in his writing and instruction. Rather than a heady, esoteric, theological approach to faith, the faith of James that James describes gets into our daily lives and into our hearts and our actions. James believes in prayer and helping those in need and trusting in God and obeying the way of life that God has given in his commandments. There are some who would likely say that what we do is not nearly as important as what we believe, but James would disagree. And as Episcopalians, we pretty well disagree as well. As Episcopalians, we believe that prayer shapes our belief. What we do and how we behave and the way we treat one another shape and reveal what we truly believe. Many of us, by how we treat others, may believe in Jesus a whole darn lot on Sunday morning, and then, as we go about our weeks, by how we behave, we may show that we believe in Jesus a little bit less at times. Anyone else? I hear by laughter that some of you also experience that from time to time. Not quite living up to the peace and harmony and reconciliation that we try to model here at church. I'm guessing most of us have behaved differently than our faith would dictate. And the question is then, do, if we've ever behaved badly, do we, do we reveal that we have no faith or that our faith is dead? Of course not. But if we pay attention to our actions... We will learn something, something about how strong our faith is and how alive our faith is. We're going to mess up. And the question is, are we then going to learn from those, from those mistakes? I can't help but wonder if Jesus had something of a learning moment in the gospel today. While James tells us to show no partiality between one person and another, Jesus was definitely showing partiality between Jew and Gentile. What Jesus basically told this woman from Syrophoenicia was, I'm not going to help you, you Gentile dog. <laughs> we know this was not the first time that Jesus healed a Gentile, so what was going on there? Was this woman particularly awful? Does Jesus know something we don't? I've always heard that Jesus was testing her faith, which is interesting being that as, as a Gentile, she likely had no faith in the God of Israel. But we say Jesus was testing her faith and that by her response, she proved that she had faith and so Jesus healed her daughter. As I read the story this week, however, I saw this interaction differently. She answered Jesus, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And Jesus replied, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. Now, he never mentioned faith. He rather seemed pleased that she had humbled herself to the level of a dog underneath the table. Since you've lowered yourself and humbled yourself and called yourself a dog, which you are, I'll help your daughter. On the one hand, okay, I think I just preached heresy. Sorry. Um, on the other hand, I really love the idea that although God loves all people, when God became a human being... Maybe he struggled with loving everybody just like we do. Now, can I say that? Have I just claimed that Jesus sinned? Scripture tells us Jesus was like us in every way, yet without sin. We've gone with 2,000 years of theology, figuring out exactly how that works, and lots of explanations for how that works, and how this fully God, fully human thing fits together. Jesus was perfectly faithful in his relationship with God. But if Jesus was fully human, 
Did he ever make mistakes? Maybe so. I would assume that he learned from them. But was Jesus ever irritable or rude? Jesus had gone to Tyre where he met this woman, presumably because he wanted a break. We're told that Jesus was hoping to be alone, but that he couldn't escape notice. Maybe his response to this woman was because Jesus was irritated at being bothered while on vacation. Perhaps Jesus did know something that we don't, calling this woman out for her unholy living. But my guess is that in some of our explanations of this gospel story, we're trying to clean things up a bit and get Jesus off the hook for apparently being rather rude to this woman and making sure that Jesus is still without sin. Perhaps in this interaction with the Syrophoenician woman, Jesus learned something about what it is to love and to truly have faith in God who commands us to love God and love our neighbor. If then, like us, Jesus knows what it's like to be worn out and not to want to help anyone and not to feel particularly loving at the time. Jesus also knows what it's like to move beyond all of that and to see the human being standing before him in need and not the annoying Gentile dog. And if that is true, then God knows what it is like to be in those tired times when faith and love is difficult. And God is there with us in those tired times, having experienced them himself. Say, again, possibly chock full of heresy there. Um, And I'll probably get a call from the bishop saying, Brad, we have to talk. But the point of what I'm trying to say is, if faith without works is dead, and if what we do shapes and reveals what we believe, then in those times when by our actions... Our faith seems to be dying. God is right there with us. Does that mean that when we do the wrong thing, then we should just not worry about it? Remember, God is with us and just forget about it? No. When we make make mistakes and poor decisions, we realize that God is still with us in those moments... And those times when and we use those moments to draw ourselves nearer to God. There's a practice of prayer called the daily examine. In which at the end of each day a person reflects on the day. And does some checking in. How did I do? Was I loving today? Was I faithful in prayer? Did I see full human beings in those I encountered? Or did I just see those annoying people who were kind of in my way? Did I treat others with love and respect? Or did I give thanks to God for the many blessings that I've been given today? Or have I been kind of a complainer and a little more irritable and rude? Did I actively seek to help those less fortunate than I? Did I leave the world a better place going to bed tonight than it was when I woke up this morning? If you're like me, there's going to be a mixed bag of responses to those kinds of questions. There's some days that I'd say I'm doing pretty well, and then days when, if I'm being honest, I'm not very, doing very well at all. If I'm honest with myself, there are times in the day when I'm following Jesus as Lord. And there are also times in the day when I'm kind of not following Jesus as Lord. The point is not to get down on ourselves but to reflect on our days, to take whatever kind of day we've had, whatever kind of day we have made, and to offer it to God and learn from it. 
As James would encourage, ask for God's help in those ways in which we haven't done so well. And give thanks for those ways in which we have. And foster a faith that is full of life and gives life to others through our actions. Faith without works is dead, James said. That also means then that through our good works, we can make our faith ever more alive. Amen.